1: Hello, and welcome back to the U Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham.
2: And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you virtually, Jordana. We're back to the, you know, looking at each other on the Jetsons <laughs> Zoom <Exactly>. screen. Everything
1: <laughs> old is new again, but I guess it worked out because you're in Florida, right? I'm
2: in Florida. I'm coming straight from Boca. It is, I mean, getting to Boca, it starts right Away. I'm here because I'm doing a show in Fort Lauderdale this Saturday, which will have already passed by the time. Thank you, everyone who came. But I, um, I, <laughs> I walked in at ten o'clock last night, and like the minute I walk in, my mom's like a beard because I have like <laughs> a little facial hair. I wouldn't call this a beard. That's well, exactly, <laughs> right. but it is just any, it's okay. just any amount of facial hair. It's a beard. Like everything is extreme here. Everything. Is just a beard. It's like like as if I walked in, you know, from you know uh, Woodstock after you know (laughs) growing out my Santa beard. It was just just like is just nonstop and like I (laughs) and then I went to like work out this. Do you kind of like it though? I do. I love the (laughs) problems of the problemless. Like I love when I love when people who have no problems are like passionate about their problems like I I, I mean you've been on yeah. my show luxury lounge we this is when people write in they write in with luxury problems like those things are like funny to me
1: right they're like retirement problems it seems like with your
2: total
1: with like your totally. parents you know what I mean
2: like and, and it's not just my parents it's everyone like you hear things that you're like you can't like like listen we're virtual now I mean to me like we're in a different world than we were in you know, March of 20 or March of 2020 to me, this is a different thing. Um, and we can all, you know, that's a different discussion altogether. But like <laughs> the, you just see like, like I was going to work out and this woman is like at the, like I go get a coffee at the, there they have a clubhouse here. Right. And she takes, she looks at the woman she's with and she, she goes, this is how I open the door. And then she takes her jacket and, wraps it around the thing the the handle oh like so, so that she doesn't not have to touch, touch it
1: the handle okay
2: <laughs> and i'm like i'm like oh it, 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 it's been two years of this shit what are you talking about this is how i open the brain, door like it's gloves. just this, like yeah it's just this it's this like chatter you hear that is just so funny it's just all a seinfeld episode. It's everything's occurred. this is how yeah. i do the door it's like okay, Every- okay.
1: Everything's a Curb episode. I was so annoyed that they didn't touch on any of that. In Cur- Did you watch the season of Curb?
2: Curb I flo- of Enthusiasm? I, I started it but didn't finish it yet. I, I, I kind I of like save it.
1: I thought it was such a miss. there Because this COVID stuff, it's like, all, you said it's mm. all one big Curb episode. And they didn't yeah. touch on any of that. And I'm like... This is like a goldmine for like uncomfortable, weird situations or like using stuff to get out of things. I'm just kind of like, what the hell happened that you made this decision to not talk about any of these hysterical and like awkward moments of of like the COVID touching?
2: Yeah, well, I'm with you. I think, well, I mean, again, this gets us into other topics, but like, I think he's too rich to even know what's going on. I think he's <laughs> I think he's so, like, and not just rich. He's rich, rich. rich. He, like, he's yeah. like, like, he could be, the, you know, he probably has the GDP of a small nation. But it's like, um, he, like, even the, that's, yeah, the, the storyline about having to hire the girl annoyed me. Like, I couldn't do it. That was I, terrible. I,
1: that's I what I'm saying. It. Like, you're coming out of a year like 2020 with so much material and that's what you choose to go with. I was like, well, he's Shouldn't too rich. Even done to, it.
2: He's too rich to know what's going on. So I guess leave it to you know, you know me to talk about it. <laughs> like and, and, um, he's also um, too rich to know what will make people upset. Like there is, I mean, I do believe there's comedy in the what you're talking about, like the social stuff, like the what can I do? Yeah, it's like, like your that, your
1: show. Like you have yeah. that socially distanced, of course, show which was hysterical because it was like very of the times and really smart commentary
2: yeah and i i think like you can only make the smart commentary if you're like talking to people and that you know are different from you and are not you know yesing you like and i think that's like what's going on like right now like right as we're you know we're coming out of this and we're not at the same time you have a, mi- a micron and you know you see people like like you know they're reporting on k- cases and then you're like well, what okay i have a 7000 friends who made TikToks <laughs> about the you know their you know, about their COVID journey that was them just like hanging out and I know that it affects different people different ways but it's like you know it, it, it's it, it's one of those topics that like it it is hard to talk about and easy at the same time it's like just like you're saying like it's right there we're all going through it make fun of it and it's like y- you're just not sure if you're in good company I'm sure Larry David knows good company <laughs> Way right less said, hey, where he is in life
1: he probably doesn't want to come off as the uh what was the thing with the uh the actors singing like the song in the beginning of covid yeah. about like being there with you he's probably like scarred from the, he was probably like about to do one of those and then he like
2: totally. <laughs> let's put that away we'll talk about yeah. this this girl i have to hire for my show because i'm because of the someone fence, died in my pool some bullshit. Yeah, yeah a
1: burglar <laughs> died in my uh, it's absurd
2: I, yeah it was very absurd but i um listen was like I'm middle bummed.
1: class get pe- people get robbed too right it's relatable <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's
2: so insane yeah i couldn't that was why i kind of fell out and i was like i'll just save it for whenever yeah it um,
1: wasn't a good season but there's there's always a line or two that's pretty funny but I mean, overall i thought it was a miss
2: the the small moments on that show like when so you know the happy new year thing that came out was just like or was that from another season
1: (laughs) that was from like a past season i
2: think but i saw it on my tiktok the happy new year thing and i was like oh he's just the king of of that interaction someone wishes him a happy new year he says we're past the point of wishing happy new year it's great so if you guys want to watch that but um i i yeah definitely that woman with the door two years late not touching the yes Not touching the handle and then announcing this is how I do it as if it was so... Oh, wow! Dr. Fauci! Thank you! Yeah. Right.
1: The Boca (laughs) method. Yeah.
2: Yeah, right. Right. Um, But listen... We're pumped to be back here and doing this show. I mean, this is the first one we taped since the new year. How was it? Is yeah, your new year. You were sunny. You did a little Florida trip. You got? Did you get? I did. Did you get tanned enough for you for your? Standard? You tell me. No, you look great. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah.
1: I had a. I had a. Uh, I was back before New Year's because I thought I had plans and then they got canceled. Mm. But um, I had a. I had a. Uh, it, it was a very nice week in the sun. It's just the weather makes you feel good. There's really like not a ton of eventful stuff to talk about, but it was fun. Definitely a different vibe down there than here, as usual, yeah. with COVID. <laughs> I mean, I felt weird because like I'll be honest, I reported my Lyft driver for not wearing a mask. And I became wow. I was like sort of like floating above myself thinking i'm an asshole but i'm also kind of like those are the rules right (laughs) like i have like i it's more like i have plans coming up and i can't get covid (laughs) so like it's really i don't even like if i if i had nothing going on and i was kind of like i'm an asshole but if i had nothing going on i'd be like fine whatever someone where choose to wear your mask but i'm like it's very contagious i have plans i can't miss
2: (laughs) you gotta put on the mask I have events <laughs> I must attend. Yeah. No, was this in Florida or was it in New York? This is in Florida. Yeah. See, the the, the thing is the problem is it's like this like who who has jurisdiction? You know, like mm-hmm. Florida can be Florida, but then when you open up the Lyft app, it's like make sure you put on your mask. And it's like whose rules are these? I I I just, Lyft's
1: rules. If I'm wearing a mask, he's got to right? wear a mask.
2: This yeah. is what I would I would assume. And but it, I think everyone is just so just ready like th- i feel like we're like the, the the pot is brewing to like a temperature like people are getting annoyed with each other and annoyed <laughs> with it are. they're tired of it well,
0: like
1: we got in the we got in an uber when we got to florida this was like or and the guy who like he went to the wrong thing it was totally his fault and then we got in mm. and then he was like he have you ever had an uber, an uber driver say this he's like could you not slam the door on my car like you're gonna damage my car have you ever had someone say that to you sorry your
2: vintage Toyota Camry (laughs) it's like a Ford Focus it's like it's also like this is I have had someone say that to me yeah I I haven't (laughs) I've had someone say that to me and I hated them for it but it wasn't an Uber driver but I know the immediate feeling is well, fuck you. You know, like you want to well, like,
1: it's just like, I closed the door. I wanted to yeah. make sure if you don't close the door hard enough, the door doesn't close. And yeah, I'm kind of like, it. if your job is to be an Uber or Lyft driver, you've got to expect people to like close the doors. <laughs>
2: like, uh, yeah. Well, also slam you're the not, trunk shut. I don't know. You're not like the incredible Hulk, you're, you're <laughs> shutting it. Like what? <laughs> it's all, it's also not again. I, 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 it's not their vintage Mercedes. you know that they're driving you know driving around the hamptons
1: exactly if you're very concerned with like the with the tiniest bit of pressure on your car like this is the job for you
2: yeah i (laughs) i I, i've had someone say that it wasn't an uber driver but i remember the feeling of like get the fuck out fuck off like i i i I not i remember it didn't rub me right even though there was nothing because again like i'm not like trying to throw your door off of the hinges
1: Right. You're just closing it in a way that you think is going to make it make sure it closes. You're not like gently yeah. pulling the door towards you. That's not how you close a door on a car.
2: What What if he was like, and can you make sure you wrap your hand in your jacket to do the <laughs> bokeh method?
1: Before you touch anything. <laughs>
2: Before you touch it.
1: <laughs> well, that would be wildly uh, different than the other guy. But yeah, all these are yeah. non-dating topics, but... I think we'll they're get important get to, the to discuss.
2: I, it's very important. I think it's also important to discuss the vibe in the world right now because I listen. I I you do question boxes on Instagram. I do them. We do them for the U up account. Things are a little bleak right now. I, I think dating yes. wise, there's some, there's some, the, it, it, like the questions aren't like, what do I do about a third date? Like the questions are all like, should I endure pain to go? Right. You know, like, like I, I had <laughs> how one much woman more she wrote, can I
1: possibly take?
0: <laughs> she, it's like I, woman, I don't she know. Goes, uh,
2: yeah, right. <laughs> like how? I had woman woman. She wrote, um, and she was very nice and whatever. But I'm saying the the message on uh, my Instagram uh, question box was. Is it better to not try or to endure sorrow? And I was like, oi.
1: hey, <laughs> Can't wait to we gotta get gotta... on wish I was going on a date with you this week,
2: right? <laughs> yeah. Come on. Let's yeah. Let's we gotta we're we're here to turn that frown upside right. down and we're we're here to like find the positivity in it. But I can tell you, things are down and well, I, I think part you're of it in is it. like so I'm, like, I'm in it. You're
1: in it. So you I'm sure there's an element I don't think you're like so sorrowful it. but no i'm not i sorrowful, think so but I'm, saying. yeah
2: I, i'm exhausted i mean here's a you know speaking of fauci um you know the, the <laughs> science changes you know what i mean yeah i was thinking a lot of like how have i you know i've given out i've talked out of my ass about dating for however many years and it's been in relationships out of relationships and you know things change and you know that's why i reference fauci's so, you know sorry to people who i don't know what the fuck i i <laughs> i try to make non-political things political as much as possible i um no but i <laughs> like why nothing I, to do with it it's okay nothing well because <laughs> the thing just like the covid changes uh, you know just like the covid today is not the same as the covid is 2020 right. uh so isn't dating and i remember like you know i've given a lot of advice of like You know, people want to slide into DMS and I'm like, I got to give, I think I, I got to think the thing that's exhausting me about dating right now is this let's do drinks thing. And I've given that advice to women writing in like, Hey, let's do drinks. And I think I'm exhausted because of why I gave the advice. Like I, I gave okay. that option of like, hey, here's my number. Let's do drinks. Like that's the DM. That's the way it's to like, DM,
0: right? With an open profile.
2: With an open profile, because then it's like, make the plan or don't. And right. I think
1: you're revising your your Fauci like
2: <laughs>
1: uh, uh, guidelines or recommendations. My, man,
2: my mandates. on the CDC. Okay. <laughs> you know, so yes. I I don't know. I I'm I'm uh, now that I've received that. And I'm not saying I, I. hope this doesn't sound like I came on here to be like, in all these DMs. I, I think this is relatable because, listen, the guy you're DMing is somewhat like me, or at least ten percent away. So okay. I'm I'm giving you the taste of like the exhaustion, especially during this time of year. I'm like, I, I, I you're cute, and I'm, but I don't know you at all to want to leave the house. Right, and I mean I don't know if
1: this is part of it. It probably isn't for you, but I'm sure it is for some other men. It's like also, and you're paying, right? Yeah. For a lot of guys. <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah, sure that's I, not like your, I'm, big, I'm sure that's not a huge factor for you in like deciding, but it's also like, I have to leave my house and also like commit to paying for these drinks for this person that I don't know might, I might just totally hate.
2: I Let me, yes, you're right. But the way I think about it, if I, if I'm being honest, I'm mm-hmm. paying with my time and, and energy. Right. So it's like, it's, it's not even, and the, your money. you know, and the money. <laughs> you so are, like, it, it is in there. It yeah. is, it's money's in there. So money, right. time, energy. And it's like, you know, the dating apps, the, the bad of them is like you, you talk and talk and talk and no one makes a move. But the reason no one makes a move is because no one's excited to go out with the person. So,
1: right. well, and well, here's my question. Can you be excited? Can one be really excited to go out with someone that they've never met? Is that possible? Have you ever been on a dating app date that you were just like, before the first date, you were like, I am psyched to go on this date?
2: I think it can happen, but I think it it happens less than the dates that happen. So I I think it can, like, I've been excited to go on dates that I've met someone on a dating app, but it was like, you know, the, the texting felt like someone I knew before. It was like, bop, 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 bop. It was like going back and forth. We had a a good energy. And, but I would say I've been on many dates where it's like, we got nowhere else to go but a date. Okay. If that makes sense. And those
1: are, you're not excited for.
2: And those are the ones where you go, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. Well, we did talk and they are cute and I'm attracted. So I I think, again, to go back to like, you, you, you know, dating app dates, DM slides, Whatever it is, it's like I don't know. Like I, I think what, what a lot I'm dealing with like the disappointment of like, Jared, just go, just go, just have a, you know the person seems nice. You were speaking and then to
1: yourself? You're speaking to myself, right. yeah. Okay.
2: And then um, I think a lot of people are out there having the disappointment of like, I was bold and I made this move and I said let's do drinks and it's radio silence and they don't do anything. You know, and, right? And also this time of year, it's not the you know, it's not the time of year to like just, eh, float out of my apartment and sit outside right. at a cafe or whatever it is. It's it's like we need a plan, and there has to be heat, and there must be a, a a place for us to go.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I think that's a good point, especially somewhere like New York, where you know it's, if you have a fear of getting COVID, which mm-hmm. normal fear, um, and you're in a city like New York where it's freezing. It's like not only do I have to like. Again, it's kind of a pain in the the extra layer of pain in the ass of leaving my house because it's also just like unpleasant to leave the house. And then I also have to do something inside where I have like an extra layer of anxiety. And so that probably adds an extra layer of like, is it worth it to go out with this person? You know, is it like um, yeah. I was th- talking about this with my brother. It's like a we had New Year's. Pl- we had like alternate New Year's plans. And then we had to, we wanted to get a rapid test before we went. And then Ooh. we saw the line for the rapid tests in New York where it's like around the block and I'm like is are these plans rapid test test worthy like <laughs> yeah I don't know like probably, like then we kind of at the end of the day we were kind of like
2: no like we'll just Well I mean this is I I, I the positive spin on this mm. to anyone out there that's feeling down Disappointment is kind of necessary, it, it, and it's gonna. Right. Disappointment is normal. It's happening everywhere right now. Everyone's doing is this rapid test worthy for every single thing in their life, including the day. You know, so the person. I, I don't think that means accept excuses. I don't think that means accept someone to like be lazy or not really. But I think it's a. I think it's okay to like walk away from some of these people you're messaging with and not take it so personally
1: yeah i think that's definitely something that will help a lot of the listeners again feel less of like again like the heaviness of dating of it's like oh this is like this feels so personal it's like when you read like a negative comment or something and you're like ugh, that felt like unpleasant like a little zing yeah, it stays <laughs> like we get a yeah.
2: thousand positive comments and we will only talk about the one negative one you know it's right. just it hurts
1: at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows
2: i mean i sent you something last night i i mean this is kind of an example like yes. um
1: i mean we could read it
2: we could read it um i sent you something like where it's like someone dm me yes and i wrote and, and basically asking when i'm gonna be in new york doing shows and i wrote back pleasantly just like yeah i'll be at the comedy cellar after the 15th okay that's all that was written right and then it's like and then they write back
1: uh she writes back oh perfect i frequent there but somehow always seem to miss you would love to get a drink around then if you're not too busy
2: and it's like that's a very nice message that's a i'm kind of
1: shocked she wrote it though because your response was despite what you said i thought not that enthusiastic
2: well, I, how enthusiastic <laughs> could I be?
1: No, you but know, I'm like, saying like, that's fine. Like you're not that... In, it was like an accurate response to you. Like to me, I would need le- at least an exclamation point to ask a guy for drinks, but...
2: Yeah, I didn't give... It was very informational. It was yes. very comedy seller after the 15th was really my response. Right.
1: Um. So, I mean, but I... I it's kind of like, again... That could work. I mean, we had Neve Shulman on here this podcast too years ago, pre-COVID, and his wife, who had met via an Instagram DM. You know, probably in a very similar manner to that.
2: I think if I, if my solution, if I was to switch up things, is if people are gonna, I think people need to do these DM slides with a group okay like like I think like i I think you gotta make it low low stakes low stakes and it's gotta so, be like night of i I think we have to like if we're if we're gonna zig while everyone else is zagging in the dating world, I think the move right now is quick meetups quick hangouts n- tonight or nothing but and here's the thing of this drawn out thing, but go ahead
1: I feel like with that, it's like, then I'm, if I'm with the girl and I hear that advice, I'm thinking like, I'm setting myself for like hookup zone. I'm setting myself up for like, to be put in a, oh, late night, like I'm free, right? I'm free right now. Guy is like, usually not trying to seriously date you, but they also don't know you yet. So. They don't know
2: you yet. And also don't hook up. Don't, I mean, I, I mm-hmm. don't, I, you shouldn't, I mean, you can have a very fun, sexy night that two people go home their separate ways. And then the next plan is the plan. Like, I think like we, I think people are looking for answers that is like the one thing that'll get you the guy or girl, whatever <laughs> it is. And it's like, no, it's, it's one thing. And then making decisions that make that feel good to you right. for the next thing. So it's like, Hey, I'm out. I'm with friends. Come get drinks. Cool. If I show up there and we have this nice interaction or the guy you message or the girl you message shows up, hangs with your friends. It's cool. Whatever. Hey, Here's my number. Down for a date. That's yeah, the next step.
1: I get that. It's hard. It's much harder. I mean, from being in that position, I feel like it's much harder said than, especially like you're out, you're drinking, you want to hook up too, sure. right? Because because you do, but you also don't want to be put in that. That's really like the big headspace thing that messes with you. It's like, you do want to hook up, but you want, mm. but you want that plus other stuff. So yeah. it's kind of like, I can see in that position where you're like, yeah it just takes a lot of self-control maybe it involves like having less drinks than you might have otherwise sure and making a more clear decision about what you want to do because i feel like i've had that mentality and then i will go and then i'm like uh, we're drinking like we're having fun i'm gonna like just go with it because i'm drinking um yeah. and then you kind of feel like you put yourself in a box um but i agree i think if you can do it like in a thought out way that's a good it's a yeah. good move
2: I just think I guess I guess the reason I'm even bring this up is like this idea that like people are going to go meet up with people they haven't assessed yet in their own right. way or like, you know, assess sounds bad, but it's like haven't had that. Oh, shit. This is exciting. We had a fun conversation, you know, like, yeah, it's it, it, it it's too cold. It's too dark at 4 p.m. It's, you know, like, people aren't making moves like that during this time of year. You got to switch with the seasons, I think.
1: Right. Yeah, I agree. I think that it's also, like, in a wor- the world that we live where there are options abound mm. for, like, both people, but also especially for men. Um, I think more so than women a lot of the time. I think that's an interesting way to go about it. And I think if you, if you, and we you we all know ourselves, right? So if yeah. you think you're the kind of person who could, like, Take that approach in a way that you won't feel Bad the next day I think it's a good move
2: mm. Yeah I think It's I don't know I, I think having this discussion is like a, a more normalizing thing like Everyone's having issues Getting out of the house and Meeting right. someone you know it's not It's and it's all male female whatever you Are you know everyone's kind of going through it
1: That's true But what, we, will, what, we will See but I think that it's helpful To hear the other side too Because, you know, we only come at it from our own. It seems like rejection or it's like rejection. He hates me or like it's on. And I think it's what you're saying is like it's somewhere in the middle of that.
2: It it is. And it's, you know, we should do drinks. You go, ah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Sure. Maybe. (laughs) Right. Get in that zone of like, oh, it's dark out. And it's five. You know, like (laughs) right. So that that does exist on the other end.
1: No, I get that. Yeah. So let's see how that. If anyone takes you up on that method, if you meet anyone out for drinks with their friends, we'll see how that goes for you. You report. Fauci will report back on. uh, Yes. On the effectiveness (laughs) of the of these tactics.
2: (laughs) Doctor. (laughs) Yeah, the doctor over here. Um, Can I give out some dates before we get into this, Jardim? Yeah, of course. Of
1: course. And I'm wearing the U-Up hoodie, so you can get yours at uh, shopbetches.com.
2: That U-Up sweatshirt is so- Or crew, rather. Yeah, It's a crew sweatshirt, but it's so comfy. And it is is a wearable piece, I will say. I I wore it to work out. I've gone out in it. A lot of comments. People love it. (laughs) Great way to support the show. Um, I'm going to be in Cincinnati, Ohio, West Nyack, New York, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Sacramento, California, Hartford, Connecticut, San Francisco, California, Pittsburgh, Omaha, Columbus, Dayton, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. I also – it's looking like L.A. dates. I'm going to do some L.A. I think uh, some La La Land. So jaredfree.com – yeah, L.A. just kind of happened. Oxnard, Brea, and Los Angeles. Okay. Jaredfree.com, and all the shows have been a pleasure. I mean, I am dreading this Fort Lauderdale show. My mom and my parents, last night, literally, they're like, do you have new material? I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I, I don't know. Your worst know.
1: critics will be there.
2: My worst critics. So
1: So you'll know if it's good.
2: <laughs> oh, I'll yeah. know right away. Uh, what are we talking about today, Jordana?
1: Okay, today we are talking about, is it a bad idea to marry the first person you've dated? What do you think?
2: Well, um, I didn't, so. <laughs> Neither did <laughs> I, I. I, I. The idea, I think the, the first thing people should do is stop. I mean, I'm telling you, I can't tell you how to feel, but like, is it bad? There's no bad, there's no right. good, there's just is. There's
1: just you and your preferences and what you want.
2: Yeah. And how you like, feel. Totally. And, and like, is it a bad idea to marry the first person you've dated? It's like, you're in pretty deep. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, how, it's like, <laughs> how?
1: Well, it's also like, how's it going? Like, yeah. it's not like there's not one. It's, like, that's the thing. People want these rules of like date five people before you like settle down with the one you're going to marry. It's like life doesn't work like that. Like,
2: you know also, what I mean? The, rule, <laughs> the rules make you depressed. Like, right. I have like date five people before you marry someone. I can't get one date. What yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> like, it's like
1: now I've got to dump like, all these perfectly fine people because <laughs> yeah.
2: the rules become judgments. All right. these rules are judgments. Oh, wait three dates to fuck, and it's like I like to get off. Like, like, right. like uh, you, I can't be a normal human and fucking fuck. You know, like. Or you got to have three relationships before you can make a wish upon the fourth and then it'll become a (laughs) frog. And it's like, everyone shut the fuck up. Everyone can do whatever they want. Like, yeah.
1: And I think you can have your own rules that make sense for you or your own standards or the things that you try to follow. Like kind of like what we were just talking about. It's like, if I find that I don't feel good, if I sleep with someone on the first date or uh, the first time I meet them, then like I don't do that because it doesn't work for me.
2: Right. The the, the rule is I will not do things that make me feel bad. And here's an addendum to that rule. I will not do things that make me feel bad. And sometimes I don't know what makes me feel bad until I do them. Right. (laughs) And then I learn
1: from that experience.
2: Got to learn. About myself. I think a big issue in it is like learning doesn't mean devastation. Going back to that person that wrote in my question box – is it better to endure to be alone or to endure heartbreak? That was the exact message. Is it better to be alone or to endure heartbreak? And it's like, I mean, there's more options than that, you know, first of all, (laughs) like, and it's like, it's not that depthy. You can have something not work out and learn from it and be okay on the other side. Like you're going to be fine.
1: Right. Well, that's the thing about like a triggering thing or something that you have anxiety about. It's like, yeah, like if you think about it like it is with dieting, it's like you could be doing really well on your diet, and then you eat something like you, you know, you wind up going out and eating more than you should, and your stomach hurts, and you feel like shit. It's like, yeah, it's not that big of a deal, but like it can feel like a huge deal if that's like your thing that sets you off. You know what I mean? Like that's like your trigger point, not to t- like, you know, I hate that term, but.
2: <laughs> no, but I totally agree. You know, something that's helped me with eating is like one bad meal doesn't mean that it has to be every bad meal. One meal has never made someone gain a thousand pounds. Yeah. So, one meal never made anyone fat. One heartbreak never made anyone not find love again. You know? Totally. I, I, think, I think the same could work for that. Like one break, and there's someone out or, there, what happens with all dating stuff is someone goes, well, I haven't had love since the last break. And it's like, you're going to be fine. You're, you're not helping the situation.
1: Right. I think like change or like getting what you want is just about a bunch of small little choices that you make because of, you know, yourself and the way that choices affect you. So Mm -hmm. like you could use that with dieting and like what you're eating and what you're doing, or you could use it with dating. It's like, okay, yeah, maybe I went out with someone and then um, I, you know what I mean? We we slept together too soon or I felt like we were texting too much and I didn't like, you know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't like that. Okay, next time, like it can, doesn't have to be a huge like, and you ruined it forever. It could be like, and I tried this and I didn't really like it. So next time I'm going to try something else or I'm going to try John. doing it a different way. And I think when totally you look agree. at that like that, it doesn't feel like this huge, heavy, like heartbreak forever or like I did all the right things in the right order in the right way.
2: <laughs> There's no right, <laughs> no wrong. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Let's read the email.
1: All right. All right. Hey, Jared and Jordana. Happy New Year. I'm writing because I've been in a relationship with my first and only boyfriend for six and a half years. I really believe he is the one for me and I know I'm in love. Jesus, I want him. Jesus, I want to get married to him.
2: <laughs> However... Hold on. For the listeners, that wasn't Jordana going, Jesus. That was the emailer.
1: (laughs) Jesus. I want to get married to him. Yes. (laughs) However, I can't stop thinking about what it means to never have had another real serious relationship. Am I crazy for feeling this way? I think I'm sabotaging my own happiness, but I don't know if later I'll regret not having the experience of dating other people. I did date a little in high school slash college, never serious though, but we met on our third year of college. Most times I think I am lucky to have found love at this first try, like he was sent from above. (laughs) We literally met months after my father passed. Other times I get major FOMO from my friends dating stories. So am I crazy? Obviously, I love your podcast. Thanks for talking about things that no one talks about openly. You both rock.
2: Well, thank you for this email. Um, I'll start by saying she's not crazy. You know, I I think this is a normal. Have I done enough? Have I been enough? Have I seen enough? Have I touched all the testicles? Like it's this is a normal normal fear um i think it it is interesting there's like a little bit of subtle context in this where she's like jesus i want to marry him and she (laughs) says that you know i'm sorry about her dad but she was like we literally met months after my father passed and then she says it was like he was sent from above like this is all in the not practical department to me to me i hear that and i I, I'm just like, okay, you got to – if that stuff, put it aside. Okay. In, let's live in the practical world. Are you getting out of this – do, do you enjoy your partner? Do you feel happy? Do you feel fulfilled? Do you feel like you guys are right. having – have a future in front of you? you and and let me say this. Uh, single stories are better than relationship stories. hundred percent. hundred percent. So, 100%. Yes, 100%. <laughs> so there, yeah, there's a reason – People enjoy this podcast and commiserating here. Um, every, you know, when people make jokes, nobody likes the joke about everything's great. Everyone likes the joke about, you know, this is the shit I'm going through. So, right. the idea that you' experiencing FOMO, of course, your stories stink. You have nothing to say at the brunch table. The person that gets the spotlight is the person that's single the and the miserable person it. yeah the miserable person <laughs> the person that's alone but they're also like yeah. having, having fun, fun going through yeah. it and you know you're they're having fun with what they have and i think if you're having fun with what you have in a relationship then go ahead have fun what do you think jordana
1: yeah i agree with you i think it's about like i again i don't think someone should be like well should i be dating this many people or should, will i regret it's like ever it's kind of like There's no right answer to this. Only she really knows the right answer. The question to ask yourself is like, am I happy? Do I feel fulfilled? Is there something that I'm missing? Is there something that I feel like someone else might have that my partner doesn't have that I've never gotten to really see? And I feel like, I mean, it's just the kind of thing where you're like, you could, yeah, you could go out there. You could break up with your boyfriend and be like, I really, I want to, I've, I feel like I've never gotten a chance to see what else is out there. You could go out there and you could find someone better than them. Mm-hmm. I don't know better than whatever, not better than them, a better match for you than they are for you. Yeah. But you also like could go out there and hate it. You could all go out there and not meet anyone that you like. And you could go out there and realize that you had something pretty good out there. <laughs> so it's like, you don't really know. But like the question, I think the question, there's always someone better out there for everyone. There's always a better house on the market than the one you've bought. It doesn't mean that the the house you have isn't amazing. It doesn't mean the person you're with isn't amazing and a great match for you. Mm. So I think it's really about like what you said, like looking at your own relationship and, and just saying and not, it doesn't have to be like compared to anyone else, just more like for you, for your own set of standards, does it make you happy?
2: I think what you said is like there's always someone better. I, I think it's also like there's always going to be little things that you're like, could you know, no one's going to be 100 percent everything you you've been like dreaming of like the, the dream yeah, it's scenario, unrealistic It's unrealistic. Like like right now she's in a relationship where like things are good and she's comfortable and she's like, well, what if there's this ghost out there that I haven't experienced that and it's like it's probably not out there. You know, like you, you're probably not going to find it. I, I just don't. If she had written in about, I don't like having sex with my current boyfriend, and I've been thinking about other people physically, and I, I'm flirting with someone at work. That's not what this is. She's asking if she should go and be in other relationships, and I think it's important to remember that when you're in a relationship, there's no, there, there's no thing of what they, kind of how this conversation started where. Is it a bad idea to marry the the first person you've dated? She's at, when you say, Is it a bad idea? You're looking for something to compare it to. When you're in a relationship, you have no idea if what you're experiencing is what everyone else is experiencing. You have no idea if, like, this is normal or not normal, or your feelings are normal. There's nothing, you can't Google you know, the right answer to this question and no one, you know, the other relationships, when you talk to your friends are going to go, yeah, we're great. Everything's good. Having fun. Like very few times do people go, do you ever feel, uh, this little tiny thing, (laughs) you know, during the, like, do you ever feel like an
1: overwhelming pang of sadness that you're not with anyone? (laughs)
2: Like why? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Why is it? So you're never going to be able to see what, other people's normal is to kinda of compare it to. So you have to be pretty okay with what you you know, right. how you're feeling and if whether you're feeling good in what you have.
1: And that's why you can't be a hundred percent anything anyway, single mm. or in a relationship. I don't believe in like you can be like a hundred percent satisfied all the time in any scenario. You could be mm. like very and I don't think that the point is to get there. I think the point is to get every day do I feel good? General, like, do I feel good a lot more than I feel bad? Like, because there are moments for that in anything. And I think to have this, there's this unrealistic expectation of like complete happiness all the time in any scenario. And that's usually just like not really the case.
2: Also, like, you know, Jordana, you're now married. Like, do you feel like it's like the things that excite you about the new marriage? like I don't think it's you know it's interesting like she's like am am I making a mistake by not dating someone it's like well maybe you're making a mistake by not like being like what's this partnership and what am I excited about with this person for you know to go together like do you feel like it's like the excitements in the partnership and that stuff you're not sitting there going well he's not a you know I got, I'm at 90% with Mike. You're not doing that. You're more like, no, not What's at all. Next? Yeah. There's a, there, there's a, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm rambling a little bit, but it's like, there's this, the, the idea that you're measuring someone has to stop. And then it has to begin that you're like, this is us. I feel excited about right. these cooperative steps.
1: Totally. I think if you're at a point in your relationship where you feel like you're very happy again, most of the time, not like, A hundred percent of the time if you feel like you're because I mean you could say like there's no like happiness isn't binary it's like sometimes you feel good sometimes you feel bad if you feel good most of the time especially with your partner then I think you're right like those are the like those that's what you're focusing on you're focusing on like well what are we doing together what's our next um, step what are we looking forward to what are we doing in our lives becomes like like that but I can I can see why I think there is like this this unrealistic like thing hanging over us of like and that's almost almost like an american societal thing it's like things could always be better that's like Mm -hmm. kind of the capitalist nature that's why we buy so much shit it's like yeah things could always be better but they could also be worse and like yeah it all we can really ask for is a happy life where we feel fulfilled and we feel like um valued by the person we're with and like we're working together and I think that's a realistic vision for like being with someone for a long time, not like do what does it make me feel good a hundred percent of the time and also like is there something else out there? Like yeah, like if the person died you could find someone else, but that doesn't mean that they're not great.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is all about murdering someone. No, I exactly. I, I well the problem I think the, the major issue is like that she has is you know relationships aren't like shirts in a store you know she can't try on the XL to see if the large is a to see if it's a better fit than the large she has especially to,
1: while she's why she's wearing it while yeah, she's wearing you're wearing it,
2: yeah. the large and you're like eh, it fits pretty good and you're like ah should I try it on an XL and it's like yeah but you can't go back to the large you know, you, right. you, you know, in well, that's why
1: relationships are their own sort of unique beast. You could go mm-hmm. house hunting while you live in the house that you live in, but you can't really go dating other people while you're dating the person you're with. Like, and yeah. I guess that's that's a reason a lot of people don't commit to things is because they're not ready to stop looking at other houses, as you know, we've talked about on a previous episode. Yeah. But I think there's all, I mean, we had Logan on. Uh, I know she's been on your podcast too, Logan Yuri, And she kind of talks about that too. It's like, there's different kinds of people. There's like the satisficers and the maximizers. And some people are just always looking for the next best thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would figure that out. I don't even think that necessarily has to do with her boyfriend. I think that has to do with herself and figuring out her own thing, because it would be, it w- what would suck is if you kind of are are with someone, but then you always have this thing in the back of your head where you're like, resentful that you never got to meet anyone else and you always kind of like think there could be something better and then i think a lot of those times those things sometimes end in like adultery or like yeah. you know like people like kind of feeling like oh like i it, the temptation seems so much more intense because you've never because you're like oh i've never had a i don't know what it's like and it becomes like on this pedestal
2: you act out on it yeah because right. uh, the, the pedestal is totally the right word yeah i i'm, I'm with you 100 i think this person, I mean, the way they wrote that email, they sound happy and just scared that they're missing out on like the fun of swiping. It's like, ah, uh, you're okay. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I think, like I, these. If 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 it's not about the person and it's just about the thing of dating, you're not missing out on anything. That's not really.
1: Right. Or it's fun. It can, you know what I mean? It's fun just like anything else is fun, but then the fun eventually, you know, it begins like any, like the first bite of a cookie is great. If you have like 10 of them, it's not, it's thrilling. (laughs) Yeah. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's big give week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it.
2: Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? Let's do
1: it. I'm ready.
2: UUP at Betches.com. Send in your awkward sex. Hi, Jared and Jordan. I used to listen to the pod a lot before my last relationship, but I'm going through a breakup and rediscovered your podcast has really helped me cope. I appreciate all the laughs and stories that make me feel less alone in my post breakup sadness figured I'd share my awkward sex story to give someone else a laugh who may need it for context my ex boyfriend and I both have dogs when I got my dog he was extremely attached to me if I was in a different room he'd he had to come. Thankfully, this isn't the case anymore. The first time my ex and I went to his bedroom to have sex with the dogs in the other room, my puppy clawed at his bedroom door so much that he tore the paint off. Not great for the security deposit and a bit of a mood killer. Because his dog crate was always at my place, we had the idea of using a baby gate with a blanket over it instead so that his apartment wouldn't get damaged the next time we had sex. So we got got it all set up and it seemed like it was working. We were in missionary, and my ex told me he was close to finishing. As he said that, the baby gate fell down, and the puppy came rushing in. No problem, I thought, he's only four pounds and can't jump high enough to get onto the bed. Unfortunately, the duvet we had pushed off the side of the bed, created a makeshift ramp for the puppy to climb up. My ex pulled out to finish on my stomach, To my horror, just as he did this, the puppy appeared right between his legs (laughs) that were straddling me. He was just out of reach, so all I could do was lay there and watch my puppy stare at me from underneath my ex as he finished. What's even worse is he tried to come up to my stomach and lick the cum. We we stopped him in time, but still gross that he tried. (laughs) It's very, very judgmental of a puppy. Yeah, pretty gross of <laughs> Rufus to try that shit. Needless to say, neither of us were up for round two. Hope this is a good lesson for the new pet owners. Sincerely, not your mother's doggy style. What do oh you my think? God.
1: Um This is why I don't have a dog.
2: Um now <laughs>
1: <laughs> This is I think I that's mean, I mean it's pretty gross. You can't really judge the dog. Dogs are disgusting.
2: No, you can't yeah, that's a, a dog. That that dog that that cum could have been water cum Coca Cola they don't know. I,
0: yeah,
2: <laughs> I mean I like that the we, guy pulled out and he's just totally. This is like how the guy had no control whatsoever. He pulls out. There's a puppy under his legs and he's like, Whoa! like he's handling a, a fire hose. Like oh he's like, God. ah. <laughs> like it, it, it is interesting how lit, that that moment of coming is your weakest as a as as a human.
1: Right. You're like um, the worst version of yourself probably. And that yeah, you're and then like when you and when you're clear-headed for the 2 seconds after. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what am I doing yeah, here? Well, where am I? There's a dog in my asshole. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> I have a I have a name. Go for it. Okay. The puppy who lost its way.
2: Oh my god, that's it. That's great. Thank you.
1: That, I was very excited that is, about that one, to share that one. That's,
2: that's a great one. Um, <laughs> Maddie wrote a few. Peeping pup, cock, bl- cock blocker spaniel, and puppy porno. The puppy who lost its way. I mean, <laughs> that's it. I had the barking up the wrong pee. Oh, I uh, like that. A disastrous situation. <laughs> <laughs> you should save
1: that one. Could be reused. I feel for, like for a yeah. one. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. That, that could get some more, some more. Uh, I mean, red flag or deal breaker. This this isn't a deal breaker.
1: No, I mean maybe it's a do? red flag for like the dog. My relationship with the dog, <laughs> like things are a little yeah. uncomfortable now.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna start. Yeah, that that dog. I'm not gonna start letting it, you know, kiss me. Yeah, you know? yeah. I would say <laughs> well, red flag
1: for the dog. Fine, neither for their relationship have you ever had something like this happen no i haven't ha- i think you you've told the story about a cat
2: right i've been yeah the cat was dangerously like i woke up next to the cat like just curled up next to my naked penis and it just the whole thing weirded me out yeah i like- mean
1: animals especially i guess I, I haven't had anything like this happen when we i was when i was younger we had a dog golden retriever mm-hmm. um and he was not neutered and he would, I have Why five not? sisters because my parent, my mom is lunatic. She thought it was <laughs> like, like immoral. Can't do it to
2: him. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Very weird. <laughs> one of the weird, one of the many weird things that I think about growing up. Anyway, the dog wasn't neutered and I have five mm. sisters and the dog would constantly kind of like take our underwear and just like, s- just be like sniffing the underwear of like mm. all of the female people in the house and, like, kind of, like, humping them. It was just, like, needed to get that dog neutered. I don't know.
2: Well, I, I it's funny that, like, the dog just becomes a man. Like, the minute it's not yeah. neutered, it's like, give me well, those animals Like an animal. an animal. Like a man yeah, with no a, human, like, sense no, of
1: what can I – should I not do?
2: Yeah, just, like, the worst <laughs> man ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> an unneutered dog. Yeah, I've, I've never – I had the cat next to me when I was naked and that was weird. But yeah, you do hear these stories about the dog coming in the room and staring you in the eye when you're having sex. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I, I don't know. We got to figure out. I get, it always becomes with the, like the dog or cat owners when like you're going to the bedroom it it becomes like, okay, I got to make sure this happens. This happens. It's, uh, it's this big, you know, just like they're saying with the, the baby fence. I gotta get out the baby fence and the blanket. It's like oh, this is right. becoming. Well,
1: I have a question. Would you feel comfortable having sex in front of someone's dog? Fine with it. Um,
2: is the dog licking me during it? No, I. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no. I would be comfortable. I guess I would be okay with it. Would you it- feel I comfortable
1: mean- having sex with a baby
2: in the room? Um, I don't. It's hard to answer that now sans baby um right not knowing what
1: the like deal is
2: yeah i don't know like i would want to hear what have you uh, would you i mean i don't i don't
1: i've never had that experience (laughs) with a guy with a baby in the room but i always kind of like think i feel like you see that sometimes in like a movie or something it's like is it weird i don't is it like wrong i I don't even know dogs i I think no babies like Kinda, I don't know.
2: Well, the baby's mind is impressionable. That's the, the thing that would bother me where it's like, you know, it's like, well, I, I again, I'm not doing, I'm not saying do this in front of a toddler, but like right. a newborn. A newborn who like can only look up. They can't even like see that way. Sure. Like,
1: is that going to, sc- I don't.
2: I mean, if you—I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how offensive <laughs> this conversation is. I, also, Guys, like, I don't know. <laughs> send us,
1: send us a calm, nice DM and educate us on um, yes. if that's weird or not. If you have that's
2: kids, just moms—that's <laughs> their next topic. That's
1: our next story for them. <laughs> yeah. Or question. Yeah. We'll write into crossover there.
0: episode. We write into there. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy.
1: Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. All right, let's do another email. Go for it. Hey, J&J, love the pod. I listen every week. I'm hoping you can offer some insight into a weird phenomenon I've experienced in the last few months. My issue, guy friends that are way too pushy. I'm 28, living in NYC. I've been single for a while now and have been enjoying the low-stakes lifestyle that comes with it. But I've had a problem with existing male friendships who try too hard to shoot their shot. They ask to hang out one-on-one as if it's purely friendly. Netflix nights, brunches, dinner slash drinks, but I can pick up the vibe that they're looking for something more than a friendly hang. And because they don't explicitly ask for a date, then I can not politely decline and establish clearly that I'm not interested. I find myself making a million excuses as to why I can't this week because I just don't have the interest and interest slash the time. And I was hoping they could take the hint after I've declined the sixth time in a row. When I'm hot out the gate with a look just to be clear, you're great, but I'm not interested in anything else, I come across as presumptuous and regularly get some variation of the response, Whoa, whoa, that's not what I meant. Can't a friend just try to get to know you better? No, leave me alone. I never initiate or text the text or the hangout, and they are persistent and don't seem to get turned off slash bored by my obvious disinterest. I'm often guilted into events or brunches or nights out that I reluctantly agree to only after I've said no 10 times prior. I want to be nice and polite, but I also don't want to spend my limited free time with these guys who end the night by trying to kiss me or or to get me to go home with them. This has happened on more than one occasion with guys who are friends of mine and even co-workers who I'd like to maintain a friendship and work relationship with. Despite what it sounds like, I consider myself to to have high-quality friendships, but I'm so turned off by their inability to take a hint that I question if they ever were my friend at all. My question, how do I make it more clear that while I enjoy our friendship... I'm not interested in anything more. How do I decline something I haven't been explicitly asked? I feel like I sound insane. What a dumb problem to have. But trying to manage their feelings has been completely exhausting. I'm really not that cool. Can't these guys get laid somewhere else? Thanks for taking the time. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts. Sincerely, read the room.
2: This is a tough one because I I don't think they're crazy. I understand what's going on based on their email. I feel
1: like I kind of want to know what she doesn't really say is like the context of these friendships. I mean, the, there's the co-worker thing, sure. But in terms of like the friendships, like are these new friends or these like old friends that are like, how does why does one even meet that many I,
2: friends? Yeah, I, I it is interesting. You and I are both going down the same road of like blaming the victim a little bit. You know, like I, I <laughs> do, you know, I have to wonder because... I listen. I don't want any more friends. I'll take more right. friends. I don't. Wa- I think it's weird. I think it's weirder to be collecting friends than it is to be to want no friends. In my opinion. Yeah. So I mean, like, I, I'm my cool mind, with making a new friend
1: if it happens like naturally. If it
2: happens naturally. Right. So like this to me, this all feels so forced. Like yeah, someone's asking you ten times to hang out, and you you say no ten times, but you want to keep up a friendship with them. That's not your fucking friend. That's
1: what I'm saying. If you don't really want to hang out with someone, they're not really your friends. So like, are these just like? And she's trying to say like these are people that she's like trying to be friends with that are not like that are trying to hook up with her, but she just met them. Like, and I'm sort of of the opinion unless you meet someone in a certain context. If you meet someone at a bar, you're not like looking for a new friend. You're not like, oh, here's my friend from the bar, Johnny, and he totally. keeps asking me to dinner, and I'm like, whoa, we're friends. It's kind of like,
2: yeah, no, then you don't talk to Johnny anymore, <laughs> right? Like, that, that's what I, I keep. I'm with you. I keep trying to think of like the process of events because it's this is not a. She never gives a specific situation, like coworker. Like if I if I worked with someone, they said, hey, do you want to get drinks this week? And I was like sure I'll get drinks and then they tried to kiss me afterwards and I went hey um, we're co-workers and then they kept trying to get drinks with me I'd be like we got to talk to HR we got to separate right. we have to have a conversation <laughs> right like yeah that's that process so like, let's put that process aside if it's someone I've known since high school that's like hey let's go get drinks uh, and catch up and I say yeah great and then they try to kiss me at the end I go hey I just want to let you know, like, I don't see this as a romantic thing. And then they keep trying to hang out. They're not my friend anymore. They're not my friend anymore. Exactly. So they're gone. Now, if it's someone I met at a bar, Johnny is your hypothetical Johnny, (laughs) met me at a bar, and Johnny says, hey, let's get drinks. I have to assume Johnny wants to get drinks with me because he thinks I'm attractive. Right, not because he wants to be your friend. Yeah, so, you know, you're not a bag in the wind. Like, she writes this in as in, a little bit, like, helpless. Again, I'm not blaming her. This can happen. But it's like, it can't happen. If someone asks you ten times, you have a right to go, I don't want to go to your event. And a friend would go, I get it. They wouldn't ask me ten times. They A friend would right. be like, oh, Jared doesn't want to fucking go and doesn't need me to go. The minute you're, like, needed to go, I understand where it's like, you're trying to, like, what, what do you need out of this? Oh, I guess you want to hook up. I... I I don't know I I don't think these people are her friends to begin with
1: yeah and I mean again she doesn't really give any context for any of the friendships or any of the situations that she's encountering but to me it's like first of all like I don't meet like a bunch of new friends of the opposite sex like all the time who are like and again if I don't want to go out if she keeps saying I keep saying I'm not interested or I'm busy blah, blah blah it's like also, that's a measurement to me of a friend that you don't actually like and don't want to be friends with. If someone asks me to hang out and I'm constantly pretending to be busy or I have no interest in going, that's not someone I consider a friend. That's someone I consider someone I know that's annoying me.
2: Totally. <laughs> I, and I, I would say this. I do. Let me empathize with her. It's hard to like – there are certain people you text with all the time that you have no plans of ever hanging out with. I do understand – those relationships do exist where you're like, yeah, we text all the time, but I I don't know. I, that's We just like to chit-chat. I, there I right. is a texting chit-chat person that you keep along, but a little bit of that is for you, is for you to have someone to talk to. Because you kind of like have, it. Because you kind of like it. So you have to admit to that, and you have to like let go of these chit-chatters. The one thing she writes at the end, and I will kind of warn her a little bit because I, I will say this. This is why it's happening Um, is she writes, I'm um, can't these guys get laid somewhere else? (laughs) No. Okay. here's the thing about your quote unquote friends who are not your friends. You're talking to them. You're an audience. You are giving them time so that to them, these guys are like, well, he must she must be attracted to me. So the idea that like can't they get laid somewhere else? Yeah, they could. But that would take work. You are less work because you are someone who's talking with them. you are someone that they enjoy interacting with so that makes it you're, you're kind of like the first person you're like the first in line. So if this is kind of why they come for you, you are someone I, 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 so, you are so sh- not hookup wise, but you are socially low-hanging fruit. so that is why they come to you not because you know can't you get laid somewhere else? Well yeah, but that would take more work. Right. does that make sense?
1: Yeah, go with the devil, you know.
2: Yes, that's kind of what's happening here. And I think she needs to assess who are her real friends. And not everyone's your friend.
0: In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer.
1: Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way, because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches.
2: Let's play some games. You ready?
1: Let's play some games. Also, before we get into the games, I saw a couple emails and a um, a couple DMs about our, our one from our red flag or from last week, which about the original something in. Cottage Inn, the original cottage in. Do you remember the girl who wrote in oh. And she's like, he tried to take me to the original cottage in, and we got a bunch of people, I, th- I think all of them said it was in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And they're okay. like, The original cottage Inn is way better than the other cottage ins, and like it's actually a real a few people DM'd and said this, like it's actually like a really good, legit, um like Italian place, and they were like, This girl doesn't just doesn't understand like she's at Italian like thing. Yeah,
2: retribution for that dude. Seriously, no, we got, I got yeah. a few
1: like a few different messages. People are like it's not like the other cottages; it's the original, <laughs> and it's actually like a legit Ann Arbor situation. Even though she didn't write the city, but a lot of people were like, ob- who were from there, obviously knew what
2: it was. I love that, and I do understand that sometimes you try to, you know, you want to franchise, and then the franchisees right. they get away from the original recipe, and then you know, shits out of you know the hay's out of the bar. Yeah.
1: Well it's kind of funny. It's like if you think about like your favorite like college or grad school spot and like mm. what if someone just like googled them, like what would they think of it? And <laughs> yeah, they'd
2: probably like, <laughs> they'd like you like a you like a restaurant that puts fries on its burger within a fried chicken sandwich, you know, like it's like yeah, that's <laughs> right. what I like to do. Yeah.
1: An out of town date might not understand <laughs> the allure as like someone who was like in it with you. I think it was yeah. I thought it was a I thought it was an interesting
2: thing. Totally. I'm I will not go out to a place with a fat sal sandwich (laughs) Um, let's play some games okay red flag deal breaker hey jared and jordana i've been listening to your podcast for a while now and it makes me laugh and gets me to rethink how i approach dating please come to boston for a live show i think we're planning some of that stuff right Jordana? we are
1: 2022 keep your eyes out i would say spring summer 2022 we've we've got some exciting things coming
2: that's right sorry if this is a long one i'm not very concise well that just made it longer didn't made it longer um a few <laughs> months ago i went on several dates with a guy i met on hinge we happen to have a mutual friend who i'm extremely close with on our third date he was coming over to my apartment to make dinner and i realized i didn't have any condoms i texted the mutual friend to confirm that the hinge guy would likely bring a condom as it was the quint- quintessential third date and he responded he definitely will (laughs) definitely definitely i i i haven't i mean that's a weird i wouldn't want
1: to hear that either right i wouldn't want to hear like he's never used a condom in his life but i also wouldn't want to hear like oh he's bringing a condom oh yeah yeah oh
2: (laughs) oh ricky ricky condoms That's what we used to call him in college, yeah. Don't you worry. Oh, Ricky had him coming out of his ears. (laughs) His, His response came after the date had begun, and I didn't think much of it at the time. When we started hooking up, I confirmed that the date had brought a condom. <laughs> like talks. <toxic. laughs> condom confirmation. And then he began to ask even more questions about birth control methods I was using and alternative places he could finish. I could I could come <laughs> there. I could come It's here. like where's your bathroom? Could, yeah, yeah, where like there's a bathroom the... in the hall and the <laughs> best <laughs> Is there a cum station? You got a cum corner? I can go in. How does it work here? Um I was confused oh by God. all the spef- spec- specific- specificities specific oh I'm off that's a um, tough one that's a, word. a tough word specificities as I thought the condom was all we needed here but he rolled with them as we were already in the thick of it after we and she puts in parentheses he was done <laughs> 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 lol Ooh, Um, he he started talking to me about and explaining different forms of birth control. Of note, I work as a nurse. And he told me that he always brings his own condoms as they need to be stored in the proper way. And it can't be too hot or too cold or the condoms won't be effective. I mean, that scares the shit out of me. (laughs) I was pretty done with the whole thing at this point. But when I talked with our mutual friend after, I was told that the guy was convinced women would trick him into getting them pregnant and that he must always use two forms of birth control. He also has to provide at least one of these methods because he doesn't trust the women. The whole thing annoyed me and was definitely a deal breaker As this was not just some random sex, but a guy I had gone on several dates with and i hoped there was some mutual respect and trust here. So red flag or deal breaker, sincerely overprotective. What do you
1: think? Deal breaker. I would say he doesn't. Tr- if I hear from his friend that he doesn't trust women. That's a bad one.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's
1: a bad one. Um, the. I mean, I would, I would say obvious this to me is indicative of someone who had a very bad experience with the previous pregnancy scare or something like that. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, it maybe. could not be though. I mean, I, I think, let me empathize a little bit with him. I think there's this like, you know, you do, you're very not in control of this situation. Right. If, if there was a, you know, let's say you had a pregnancy scare, you're, you know, you can, give your opinion but that's really all you, it's worth you know this is very much in someone else's hands and it's like you know some would say like then don't have sex you're not ready for the responsibility of sex um i i think it's interesting because it's like i think he went too far i think her messaging a mutual friend to see if he would have condoms is just like i i think that's not really the way to go it's a little bizarre i would just buy my own condoms
1: own. before i did that
2: yeah and i also <laughs> would just not hook up and make an adult decision later that night that maybe we do some other stuff or make out or hey you know if if there was no condom then it doesn't happen that's okay just because you're on the third date and you're making dinner you know i i think there was like to me there's more going on here than
1: i agree i would say i'm not like trying to villainize him but i would say i agree with to an extent if you don't trust women enough if you don't trust someone enough sure. to like to believe that they are not lying to you about being on birth control, then yeah, maybe you're not you should wait longer before you have sex with that person until you trust them.
2: Totally agree, but he gets vilified by the friend. You know, like it, okay. this is you know what I mean? So like she asks the friend if he's gonna bring condoms, which is weird to me. I and, agree, that's weird. <laughs> and, and then she says that the friend says that he does, you know. I was pretty done with the whole thing at this point. When I talked to our mutual friend after, I was told that the guy was convinced women would trick him into. That's a lot more flavor to this than she then would he, have had. he didn't say it. Then right. He didn't say that. But I would say he doesn't. That aside, it doesn't sound like he handled it well. Like, you can. You don't have to, like, tell someone about what methods they should be using. Like, that's a deal breaker to me. Right. You know, like, where you're, like, mansplaining birth control methods. <laughs> like, you're that's. My, right. To a nurse. <laughs> to a nurse. Yeah, that's fucked up. Right. But I. I do think you know if I was to change this, like, I—I I mean, I've asked if if a woman is what type of birth control she uses, and I don't think that's—I think that's part of my decision to. Do you ask what type, or do you ask if she's on it? Um, I—I I would say, are you on birth control? That—that that would be yeah, and, that's yeah, that normal be, to me. Yeah, what type
1: and, and, is like again, like an untr? It's kind of like if someone was like, "Will you get a COVID test?" And yeah. I, and you're like yeah, and they're like what kind? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, like right. you clearly don't trust me that I like. Do you know
2: what I mean? No, I know what you mean. I, I sometimes the problem with the question is, are you on birth control? Is a lot of times women will assume that means you're looking for ways to not use a condom, and that makes me uncomfortable. But I understand that's because right. that, that's not because of the women. That's because of other men they've men. dealt with. So yeah, so that I, is I, usually I what that means totally and I so I understand that but then I'm in this weird position where I'm like no I'm using a condom like I would I'm with this guy there's a right way to go about it there's a right way to go about this I would rather two forms of birth control when I'm with someone that is my six condoms 17 condoms <laughs> and I wear two on my ear and, and has on, a hazmat suit A suit on my toes. <laughs> I come walking in with toe condoms on. Yeah, I, I would, I'm saying personally, I think everyone has a right to feel comfortable in this situation. And personally, if I said to someone, Hey, are you on birth control? And then they wouldn't answer that question. I was like, well, this was nice, but I'm going to not go further.
1: Right. I would be fine with that question of, are you on birth control? I do think what kind of birth control are you on is a different sort of like, again, untrusting we are, way to do it.
2: We're fully, <laughs> we fully agree. Um yes. I mean, I, I, I've i had this conversation and it is awkward, but I do think, I hate that it's awkward. Do you know what I mean? Like I hate that right. it, it, You're it, it really makes You're really progressive
1: me, here. You shouldn't, it shouldn't be awkward, yeah.
2: I don't think it should be I, awkward at all. Like, and, and I think what- Guys like this make it more awkward because, and also the guys that are like, "No con, you know, condom, what?" But I can't even feel it. Like those guys ruin that conversation too.
1: Yeah, those guys are making the whole thing worse. Giving giving the the guys who actually just want to be protected like yeah. a, uh, a, bad, a a bad a uh, bad
2: look. Yeah, but yes yeah, but also deal breaker for me. Like if I I I'm trying to think of the male situation, like. I guess the, the the male version is when someone says like, oh, you don't want to use a condom. Like, I, I do feel that that would be the oppo- opposite kind of where if I guess not oh, the opposite, but I guess you're the, saying the, like,
1: you don't want to use a condom or like we don't need to use a condom.
2: I guess those would be, I guess the way I thought of it was if I asked if someone asked me, am I going to use a condom? And then, I, I I guess I don't even. know. Well, I
1: think it's, it would be almost like, oh, do you have a condom? Um, when's the expiration date? Um, like where have you where have <laughs> yeah. you stored it in the past? Like where uh, have you been, it been storing it? Yeah, right. Like, could you give like, do you know what I mean? If they wanted like the like the history of the condoms existence to me, that would be sort of a similar thing. If someone was like giving right. you intensive questioning about like. When you bought it and where you've been storing it. And the last time, you know, you've checked it. Has it worked before?
2: <laughs> Deal breaker for me. I'm out.
1: Exactly. I think the <laughs> same situation. Okay. Let's, Let's do, do another that. one. Hi, j j Long time listener here and had a great time at the U up Live in NYC. Thanks. Love it. Love it. I went out with a guy who made multiple references to not liking girls who are high maintenance. Example, he told me that I was not as high maintenance as he thought I would be based on my dating app profile. He also complained that the last girl he dated was high maintenance and nagged too much. As you can probably tell, I was very turned off by this. Is it fair for me to be annoyed, red flag, or deal breaker?
2: It's a deal breaker um, for me just because of the first of all, it's the vague nature of what of these definitions. Like high maintenance can mean different things to different people. Totally. So he's just like warning you to shut the fuck up. Basically. Like it's like,
1: yeah. High maintenance <laughs> isn't, isn't uh binary. Like I'm high maintenance about certain things and I'm right. not high maintenance about other things. So to me, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, like I agree. It's like a warning of like, don't be like asking for shit.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I hate this. Well, it's like, I, I mean this, the similar thing is like, I, I, you. Well, first of all, for him to say um, he told me that I was not high maintenance as he thought I would be based on my dating app profile, so you just wanted to fuck me and thought I was going to suck? Like, right. is that why you're here? <laughs> like, it's like a weird... If you, you could interpret that as like, well, you were hot enough for me to be here, even though I thought you were going to be a pain in the ass. Like, what?
1: Right. It's like a backhanded compliment.
2: Totally. And... Like, for me, if I was on a date with someone and was like, I thought you were a total fuckboy, I'd be like, well, what do you mean? Why'd you like, say yes? Ask, yeah, why'd you even go out with me? Like, or like, like I think fuckboy and high maintenance go into that territory of, like, words that could, are kind of warnings for a definition that you don't even know what theirs is. Definitely. Let's do one more. Okay. Red flag or deal breaker? You find out that the first few dating app messages from them were ghostwritten by their roommate of the opposite sex. Assume this is a heterosexual couple. Okay. So you go out with someone, they admit that the first few messages were their female roommate helping. Um, I'm fine with that. I am too. I think
1: that's like that's like a common. I think it's almost cute. They like put effort yeah. into trying to like say something that they thought would like get them on a date with you. I think it's like nice.
2: I totally agree. This is uh and, and normal. This is like normal. Yeah. I mean, listen, if you find that out after find after having a bad time, like the only way this is a deal breaker right. is if this is already they been suck broken. On the date. Yeah, if they yeah. suck, you're like, who is this person? Oh, uh, right. uh, my friend Cyrano was writing all my fucking texts. Like it's like, okay, <laughs> get out of here.
0: <laughs>
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, if you find out they've been their roommate's been ghost writing their text for three months, that might be a different thing. But like first few dates, also like who hasn't asked someone for advice on how to word right. or craft a text in the beginning of dating? I have. Yeah. This is.
2: I. I everyone has. And and yes. interpretation. I mean, we do that for people here. Yeah.
1: This is what we do. Don't come for <laughs> us.
2: <laughs> and that's what we do. We solve dating again, Jordana. We did it.
1: I'm I'm so proud of us. Thank you guys for listening. We're excited for 2022 with you. Um, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Share it on your Instagram story. Tell several friends. And i um, excited for the year to come.
2: Share, share, share. Share the pod. Share, share, share. Let someone know. who. Yeah, pump for 2022. Love it. Yes. Love it.
1: That's our official song
2: shit that's our song. I'll, I'll put it put some backtrack you know put some string harmony to that and we're good so exactly we'll be back on Sunday
0: bye you up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico editing by Sean Kilby social media by Maddie Paul guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at you up pod on Instagram and Twitter and send us your emails to you up at betches.com. batches